What up, yo? It's Mark Shanup with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Saturday, August 29th, episode number 113, and I am really excited for today's show. I couldn't wait anymore. We moved it up one early, and we were supposed to do a mock draft, but I just I can't wait any longer. It's finally here. It's the My Guy Show. So starting this weekend, it is primetime draft season. My Christmas morning. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, it's the most wonderful time of year. Again, it's my Christmas morning. Uh, for me, it's going to be this Sunday. My money league, we draft this, um, like I said, this Sunday, and then I have another one, uh, a family league, next Sunday. So I'm super pumped. This is the one of the prime weekends. It's this weekend, next weekend, that are prime weekends for fantasy football drafts. It's amazing time of year. Let's talk some announcements. This is the last day for the hashtag knockout giveaway. Get your final entries in for a signed Nick Chubb jersey. Please, this thing is amazing. I really don't want to give this away, but some lucky winner is going to get it. We also have the Knockout Listener League if you're interested in that. We're starting that up this year. Sign up to be a part of this. See if you could become a Knockout Champion. Also, are you looking for an edge in your draft? Are you having a draft this weekend? Do you need some cheat sheets? Do you need some rankings? Check out the sh- uh, the website, fantasyknockout.com. We have all those things there that you can do that. You can sign up for the jersey. You can sign up for the Listener League. You can find my rankings. You can get your draft cheat sheets if you support the show. We're also on Twitter, at Fantasy Knockout, and Instagram is at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Hashtag dominate your league. Let's talk some news. News with views. And we have a bunch of news this week. Uh, so let's start it off. Running back Daryl Henderson out of the Rams. He was cleared for light agility drills. He had that hamstring injury. I still like Cam Akers as an upside pick. He's going in that late seventh round right now. Uh, next is running back Sony Michelle out of the New England Patriots. He um, he has pretty much traded first team reps with Damian Harris, who has been dominating first team reps with my uh, with Michelle on the pup list the last few weeks. It looks like to be a three back committee there in New England. Uh, wide receiver Debo Samuel of the 49ers. He was spotted sprinting hard on the side field. Remember, he had that foot injury. Um, he is pushing to return for the start of the season, something the 49ers may be more open to with Jalen Hurd, who had the knee injury on IR, and Brandon Ayuk. Ayukin with the hamstring injury, you know, with him sidelined. Um, he is nine weeks into his 10 to 12 week timetable, so it's still a little early for Debo. Other than that, he's progressing very well. It's just a bummer because it's his foot. It's I think it's that Liz Frank thing. And they have a high tendency to re-injure it again. I like Debo a lot. All right, same team. Tight end George Kittle. He is dealing with a hamstring tightness. Um, an MRI confirmed he doesn't have a strain, which is great news. He should be good to go for week one. They're probably going to shut him down for the for for a while now. Uh, Wide receiver Paris Campbell out of the Indianapolis Colts. He was placed in the concussion protocol after being in a car accident. This is sad. Um, It appears Campbell didn't suffer any injuries, which is amazing. Thank God. Um, 
they say the pictures looks horrific. It's not just a little fender better. It was a it's a major crash. Anyways, this is gonna lower him in my rankings. I'm gonna boost Michael Pittman just a little bit, uh, so his draft stock will rise. Next is running back Joe Mixon out of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he was once again absent from practice. Mixon has missed recent practices with migraines. That's what's being reported. He is also waiting on a new contract, so I don't know if that has anything to do with him missing time. We will. We just kind of have to wait and see. So hopefully he can get back out there and on the field. Hopefully they can pay him and he doesn't have to miss any time this year. Uh, left tackle Andre Dillard from the Philadelphia Eagles. He was placed on the IR with a torn bicep ending his season. Uh, this really hurts the Philly offense with them already losing right guard Brandon Brooks with his Achilles injury. Um, they did bring in Jason Peters, but he also can't seem to stay healthy himself. But, you know, this should make Miles Sanders fade some, especially in that tier with those running backs of Jacobs and and Mixon and, and Chubb. That's a tiebreaker for me. I will probably pivot and take one of the other backs over him because of this news. Running back Kalen Balaj, uh, he's from the Dolphins. He has been traded to the Jets for a conditional draft pick. Um, it looks like Adam Gase is bringing back his old running back regime from his days in Miami. Um, you know, they also have Frank Gore, who he loves a lot. <laughs> so uh, kind of interesting. Um, running back DeAndre Swift out of Detroit. Reports say he remains absent from practice. He had that leg injury. It's possible the Lions are holding uh, holding him back for precautionary reasons. But, you know, any missed time right now is not good for Swift, especially a rookie running back. Uh, running back David Montgomery from the Chicago Bears. He is expected to miss two to four weeks with a groin injury. This puts his timetable at the start of the season. He should fade some in drafts with this news. Um, I like Tariq Cohen a little bit more now. He has a little bit more upside with uh, Montgomery possibly missing or taking time to come back. Tight end Jack Doyle of the Indianapolis Colts. He has returned to practice after dealing with a neck injury. Uh, his coach Frank Reich said tight end would be a really, really important dynamic uh, for this team's offense this year. Interesting. Uh, next, running back Chris Carson of the Seahawks. He returned to practice on Wednesday. He missed 9 of 11 practices due to multiple deaths in his family. Didn't extend on that at all. So, wow, Carson dealing with a lot of family issues. Anyways, he's back, and he should be the number one back there in Seattle. Uh, wide receiver Alan Lazard out of the Green Bay Packers reports say he has solidified to be the primary receiving threat behind Devontae Adams. Still not going to go out of my way to draft this guy. Um, if he falls deep into the draft, then I don't mind taking a shot on him. Other than that, meh. <laughs> and the last bit of news is running back Antonio Gibson out of the Washington football team. Uh, he received a fair amount of first-team reps. Um, Adrian Peterson has received first-team reps uh, wherever he's or whenever he's practiced, but Gibson has been the next in line there. While Bryce Love has has appeared to be working with like the second and third team offenses, so fading on Bryce Love, Gibson's going to be the number two guy. AP is the number one back there in Washington. What's spreading quick and makes you sick, infecting everyone? Corona, Corona, the virus infecting us all. Corona, Corona, you cough and shake. Them. And once again, we have no COVID news, no reports of any positive tests, which is fantastic. So we will move right along. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Main event. 
Here we go. I couldn't do that. Could you do that? How can they do that? Who are those guys? These are my guys. And they are solid. Here are my guys. I have six players I really, really like. Super excited about them. I think they all will be fantasy studs this year, and I'm planting my flag on them. To start it off, we have Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yes, Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt. He's my guy. <laughs> Your guy, too. <laughs> uh, Jacobs is going to take the next step in fantasy this year. He was a second-tier guy and is ready to be a top-five guy. He is this year's Dalvin Cook. Jacobs was Pro Football Focus's number two graded running back last year behind Nick Chubb and ahead of everyone else, yes, including Christian McCaffrey. He was great last year, even with a busted shoulder and not being used in the passing game. He was second in red zone touches, and Gruden trusts him. Those touches aren't going away. Gruden already said he needs to get him more involved in the passing game and that they should expect more from him this year. If Jacobs is healthy, the sky is the limit. My next guy is Joe Mixon. He had a run behind the worst run-blocking offensive line in football last year, and he still finished as the running back 13. The line and quarterback play will improve this year, and you'll want to see a top-five potential from a player before you can call them a top-five back. Over the last eight weeks last season, behind the worst offensive line in football, Mixon was the running back four. Head coach Zach Taylor realized as the season progressed that Mixon gets better the more he touches the ball, and his end of the year reflected that. Joe Burrow is used to throwing to running backs, and that was a big part of Mixon's game that was missing last year. The Bengals want to get him the ball a lot, and the volume is going to unlock Joe Mixon this year. Next, my guy is Cooper Cup of the Rams. Last year's wide receiver 4 is being drafted as this year's wide receiver 15. Why have you forgotten Cooper Cup? Cup had over 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns last year and is the favorite red zone target on his team. The apparent change to 12 personnel has scared fantasy managers away from Cup, but if you listen to Sean McVay, he knew exactly what he was doing last year. The team used their tight ends and wide receivers as fullbacks on running plays. Why not let Johnny Munt take the punishment instead of Cooper Cup? So snap counts do not reflect Cup's production. Cup's biggest bust games were at 98% snap count games. His best games were between 60 and 70%. In 2018, Cup play, uh, paced for 80 receptions, 1,100 yards, and 12 touchdowns. Last year, he finished with 94 receptions, 1,164 yards, and 10 touchdowns. He is as close to a lock for 1,100 yards and 10-plus touchdowns as anyone in the NFL. My next my guy is Marquise Hollywood Brown. Hollywood! Do you remember scouting Baker Mayfield coming out of college? Marquise Brown was the little guy destroying everyone. Fast forward one year, and Brown is the first wide receiver selected in the 2019 NFL Draft. In his first game as a pro... He went for 147 yards and two touchdowns, playing just 18% of the snaps. He was hurt early in the season and was never utilized properly once he came back. 
Curtis Patrick put out a great article on Hollywood, and his findings should have you excited to draft Brown, because they got me excited. So first-round rookie wide receivers that were targeted at least five times per game and scored positive points over expectation go on to score over 200-plus fantasy points in their second year. Brown meets those standards, and that would equate to a top 15 wide receiver in fantasy football. He was drafted to be great and is part of a great offense. You're going to want that on your fantasy roster. Next guy is wide receiver Tyler Lockett. Ha, Lockett. <laughs> Lockett was wide receiver 15 in 2018. He was wide receiver 14 last year. And he, he is being drafted as a wide receiver 21 this year. What in the world? That's two draft spots behind DK Metcalf, his fellow teammate. This is not an anti-Metcalf take. This is a pro locket take. Draft him higher, okay? Don't forget about how the season plays out when you draft a guy. So Lockett had a horrific injury in week 10 that caused him to need to be hospitalized for a leg bruise. He missed no games, but he still finishes as a wide receiver 14. So once his injury over those next two weeks, his receptions, he only caught one pass in those two games. So basically he was he missed those two games even though he really played them. So we're not going to count those. So during that same span, Metcalf was the wide receiver 16. They both can be wide receiver ones. If you add Lockett's two playoff games and those 14 games, you know, for taking out those two kind of hurt ones, put those together and you got 16 games played last year. He was targeted 123 times, and he finished with 94 receptions, 1,200 yards, and 9 touchdowns. That would be the wide receiver 5 on the season. Tyler Lockett is a superstar. My last guy is tight end Blake Jarwin. It's time for the Blake out. Yes, he's going to break out. The opportunity in Dallas for tight ends is tremendous. Even as Jason Witten was a shadow of him of his former self, Witten averaged 88 targets per season with Dak at quarterback. His average fantasy finish was the tight end 11. Now, no one is excited about tight end 11. I get that. Jarwin should be able to do more with his targets than Witten could at this point in his career. There are more than 160 vacated targets in Dallas this year, and Jarwin should be a primary benefactor. Jarwin can make the plays when he catches the ball. He was highly ranked in yards per target and yards per route run. Only eight tight ends in NFL history have had a game with over 100 yards and three touchdowns. That includes Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp, Julius Thomas, and Algie Crumpler. Oh, that's right, and the Blakeout. That is the kind of company you want your fantasy tight end to keep. You can land him at the end of any draft. Jarwin will be startable every week, and he will finish this season as a top 10 tight end. All right, so I have some honorable mentions, uh, guys that didn't quite make my list, but I but I want the credit for them if they get the breakout or if they are studs this year. I want the credit on these guys. Um, I got a couple guys per each position. So quarterbacks, the guys that I'm, I'm fond of this year that just couldn't make the cut. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> he um, 
I think he just got something special that a lot of people are missing. Uh, Joe Burrow, love this kid talent. I think he's going to break some rookie records this year. And then Daniel Jones, man, have you guys seen those pictures? He's jacked up. He's going to have a a solid year. He's probably going to start off pretty slow because his schedule is not the greatest. But I like those three quarterbacks. Some running backs I like. Uh, super fan of Nick Chubb. He's always one of those my guys. I think he's going to break that 1,400 rushing yards again this year. Um, I like Miles Sanders a lot. Yes, he's taken a hit with some of that news that we talked about earlier in the show. Uh, I still love the talent that Miles Sanders has. And then the other running back I love is Jonathan Taylor out of Indianapolis. He's a rookie. I think he is something special. It's The only problem is he's he would be probably RB7. If Marlon Mack was not on the team right now, if it was just the Jonathan Taylor show, he would be a top five, top six running back taken off the board. Fortunately, he's got a loaded backfield and he's got to compete. Some wide outs I really, really like Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. I see him as this year's uh, Chris Godwin. I see him breaking out a ton. I like his upside this year. DJ Chark. I'm going with the stack there with Gardner Minshew. I think him and Minshew have something special. Um, Debo Samuel, yes, he's been banged up and he's hurt, so he's really dropping in drafts. He's probably going to start off really slow this year. This injury really put him behind. Um, If he was not injured, he'd be one of my guys right now. He would be clear-cut one of those my guys. I love his talent. I think San Francisco will use him a ton. And then I got a couple tight ends I like. I like Mike Gusecki out of Miami. I think you'll see a lot more there uh, with him. Uh, I also like Noah Fan out of Denver. I think he could be the next uh, uh, Mark Andrews. Uh, TJ Hawkinson I like a lot. I think he levels up a little bit this year as well. And then late round, super late, Irv Smith. I like him a lot. You'll see him level up. Um, he is still competing with uh, Kyle uh, Rudolph. If Rudolph was gone, Irv Smith would probably be there instead of Blake Jarwin. So um, love those guys. I want the credit if any of those guys break out and have amazing years this year. Um, well, that's going to wrap it up for today. I want to say the next show we have is Mock Draft. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe, whatever platform you're on. Leave a rating and review. Also, don't forget to enter to win that signed Nick Chubb jersey. Today's the last day to get them in. Do all this at fantasyknockout.com. Hashtag knockout giveaway. All right. Till next time. See ya.